Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Football season is upon us. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. And when I think of football season, I think of the food spread laid out across the table. One of my favorite things to dig into is cheese. Mary Lindemann, the marketing director at Pine River Cheese, says they're gearing up for a busy season. Oh, yes. We've been gearing up probably since early summer. Things look great. We've got lots of uh, new items. We've got some new customers. We've got longstanding employees, so we're poised for a great year being able to get everything done. You're right. The snacking world is great during the football season, during the fall in general. We've got lots of ways to use our cheese spread, so we'll talk about that even a little bit more rather than just crackers while you're watching the big game. So, yeah, we're ready. Yeah, what, what types of new products do you have in store for consumers this year? Well, we've got a mango habanero is our newest flavor, which is a, you've got the hot of the habanero, but then you've got that sweetness of the mango, so it tastes great on pita chips. Um, then we've come out with a, it's going to be seasonal for a little bit, is our cranberry cheddar, which tastes great on a wasa bread, if you're familiar with that. It's like a wasa cracker, real crusty. Um, I like to eat it just um, with a knife <laughs> myself. Oh, yes. I love that Wisconsin combination of cranberries and cheese. Right. <laughs> cranberries are a big thing in any any form. People are using cranberries. So we thought it would be great with our good white cheddar and it's hitting the tops of my favorite in my refrigerator. So is it the sports season that's busy for you guys or is it just the holidays in general? Well, just like a lot of producers with some snack items and cheeses and foods, fourth quarter is always a little higher because of the, the season, uh, the, you know, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. But we have really seen an uptick just in the use of cheese spread all year round. So we've We're gearing up a little bit, but we've been pretty steady all year long. Do you know why demand has been growing? I think thanks to food shows and the foodie people out there and the charcuterie boards, um, people just experimenting with something that they grew up with and eating it a different way. I mean, cheese spread was definitely a Christmas Eve headed at your grandma's house, and the flavor was probably port wine. And, I mean, I'm at trade shows, and people come running down the aisle. Oh, my God, you have port wine. I remember that. You didn't have it at my grandma's. So it's just it's just a matter of, um, yeah, just looking at it a different way, I think. So it wasn't just me whose grandma's had the port wine cheese spread. Can you please yeah. tell me why that is before we move on? I think port wine was one of the, the most original flavors. First, there was sharp cheddar, and then maybe somebody, uh, I don't know, tripped. <laughs> and jumped a little wine in the cheese and they stirred it up anyway and ate it and found it was a really nice balance of cheddar and the sweetness of the wine. But yes, it is definitely, it's our number one seller nationwide. And it really appeals to a young crowd, the, even like little kids. That seems to be really a good flavor. And so when we say uh, gearing up or increasing production, what does that look like at Pine River? We hire a few people. We build up inventories, both raw and finished goods, and we encourage our employees to use their vacation in the summer while the weather is nice so that they are raring to go when, you know, right after Labor Day. Because Labor Day through Christmas Eve, we hit it hard. Yeah, you guys are the real Santa's elves. (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) So let's take a look at supply and demand. A lot of agribusinesses in production or retail are having problems with 
lack of containers or some ingredients. Has that been a problem for you guys? Yes. Uh, Lead times are double or triple on most of our packaging, so we really have to be aware of our inventory. What do we have? What do we need? And how long is it going to take to get there? Um, It's also on dairy ingredients and raw materials um, is a little bit slower, but that seems to be a little... uh, Fairly normal, our dairy ingredients, so that, that's great. Packaging costs have increased um, in plastic, wood, and paper. You know, it's all, it's up about 10 to 20% since the beginning of 2021. And the labor shortages, well, that's just killing everything because plants can't run their shifts. Uh, we've had a number of companies that used to run three shifts, they're down to one. So, you know, just think of the product they can't get out the door. Like, just... Just for a crazy idea, summer sausage prices um, have skyrocketed up 25%, and the lead time is 10 times longer than normal, just on summer sausage. Have you guys also kind of experienced uh, workforce struggles? Well, you know, we're very lucky. We've got some longtime employees, or we've had some um, newer employees that have left some bigger companies because they don't want to work third shift. They don't want to work weekends. We, we've had to increase our pay. We've got a strong benefit package. We try in the summer to have a three-day weekend, like it's at least part of Friday. Maybe they're, they're off a little bit earlier. So, you know, you just, yeah, those are the unique things we try to do to recruit, recruit people and, um, and keep them happy. I mean, they are, without them, we can't do anything. They're our greatest asset, so we need to really take care of them. And obviously, a lot of uh, the supply chain issues, workforce issues, the blame is put on COVID-19. What has the past 15 plus months looked like for you guys? I have to be say, to say we are very blessed that we are in the food industry because that did not really hurt us. We, it was really good. Our retail sales was, were amazing. Uh, people were staying home. I mean, we had to stay home. So they went to the grocery store or, or bought online or had their groceries delivered and cheese spread was part of it. So I, I can't really complain at all. We do service the fundraising industry and that was bad because of course schools were shut down. So that, that really hurt us in that part, but it almost balanced out with the uptick in the retail. On our HR side, it was long and tiresome juggling people. Luckily, we did not have people that were, were sick. But creating a good atmosphere at the plant, keeping people separate, the mask issue. We ordered huge amounts of masks when we just sort of saw that coming, that you need to wear masks. We were even able to um, donate some to children's hospitals. We feel pretty good about that when it was really in the early days of that. Business-wise, our sales did not drop. We also were very fortunate to be asked to be a part of some government food boxes that they, they handed out that kept things rolling at the plant. Our production time was was used beautifully. So we are very lucky. We, we really feel we, we survived. Yeah, it's always good to hear that. It's always good to hear that yeah. good news. Now, when it comes to coming out of the pandemic now, you know, if we're coming out of it, do you see right. any, are you still doing those prevention efforts? Are you guys doing anything unique as in terms of like COVID vaccinations, anything like that? Well, we, we offered the COVID vaccine that any, any of our employees could leave on company time and go have their vaccination and then come back and, and not lose any pay over that. So there was a number, a big part of our staff did go do that. Um, the, the lingering issue now is 
do we wear a mask? Do we not wear a mask? Do we now, now we're looking, is the booster something we're going to all have to do? Just like anytime you watch the news, you, you see the questions and we are experiencing those as well. Our, our staff really, our, our management created a very great way to keep our people separate during, you know, lunch breaks and, and breaks. Um, how did the flow of the people in one door out the out, you know, out another door? So there's a lot, not a lot of cross contamination. So, I think those are just ready if we have to institute them again. But right now, we're, we're kind of back to normal, so which feels awesome. So you mentioned uh, a big part of your business is doing the is the fundraising industry. And when I think of Pine River Cheese, you know, I was an FFA kid. I think of yeah. your guys' presence in the FFA fruit sale. Did that not happen last year then? Right. It did not happen last year. Um, we're in line this year again, but that's been a big part of our business as far as the, the fundraising um, side is FFAs because they do sell a heck of a lot of our good old cold pack cheese food with their fruits. And it, of course, is very strong in the Midwest. So Minnesota and Iowa have a good FFA presence and they just love good cheese and, and then they send, sell it along with their good fruit. So, yeah. So leading up to the pandemic, I mean, did you see a good a good demand for your cheese through that FFA fruit sale? Yes, a great partner. Mm-hmm. So are you expecting, um, I don't know, an influx of demand? We're just, in for the fundraising industry in general, which I'm sure you've experienced a little uh, a child that brings a brochure to your door and it has 100 to 200 items in it and you, you look through it and you just get exhausted even knowing where to what, what should you buy? Well, we found, we're finding right now just with the orders that are coming in, they're going to the basics. It's food items, not many items on a brochure, and our cheese is a part of that. So it's like they're being careful the things you can use. So there's not as many gift items. That's not what their priority is. They're looking for food and good food, and so our cheese fits that bill. So we're pretty excited for the upcoming school fundraising season. Another thing you're excited about is a push to spread beyond the cracker. And I was wondering if you wanted to talk about that for us. Yes. Spread beyond the crackers, my favorite thing to say. And um, part of the thing is, and this happened during the pandemic, pandemic, a lot of people were eating at home and they were, they were, we focused our social campaign on cooking with Pine River. So we have reached a lot of recipes that are featured on our website and um, healthy snacking is trending. So our, products are great for that because it's natural cheese, real butter. Um, it's got whey in it. Uh, not a, there's no fillers. There's, we don't cook it. So it's um, great with vegetables, um, any kind of really good cracker. But what if I could give you a rundown, I can talk almost about all 19 of our flavors, but I won't do that. Your listeners will be like, oh my God, I can't I can't get to all those. But So we make an aged Asiago, and that is really good on a baguette. And it's a really good appetizer. We've got Make a Pepper Jack, which actually just won at the Wisconsin State Fair. It was first place. And that is amazing on a hamburger or a tortilla shell for your, uh, like a wrap sandwich. Uh, we make a hot habanero, delicious in your chili if you want a little spicy kick to it, or steamed vegetables, which is, I also like to use the Asiago on steamed vegetables, or our garlic and herb is another one that just melt that onto um, your broccoli and cauliflower that have come um, all ready to be picked in the garden. And those are just four flavor examples of the three different type of cheeses they offer. And Mary, I understand you guys are coming out with a new cheese product as well. That's why we're branching out into all the whole year long, not just the fourth quarter, not just for Christmas, not just for football season. 
something that we're launching. Well, we were hoping to launch it at the end of September at the Summer Fancy Food Show in New York um, is our single serve. Uh, it's a two-and-a-half-ounce-sized spicy beer or sharp cheddar. So look for that online. Um, unfortunately, the Fancy Food Show is canceled again due to COVID this year. So we, we are pretty bummed about that. But we've, we're, we've got that online presence, and hopefully we can tell our distributors and things to look for that single serve. We have new distribution channels, mostly growing in the West Coast and in Minnesota, so that's nice. And we're building a new maintenance shop in our building. We're always moving things around and growing and um, we're pretty. That's kind of an exciting thing for the, the people in the plant. That's Mary Lindemann, marketing director at Pine River. She says while Pine River does not do tours, she is looking forward to working on setting up a virtual walkthrough of the plant on their website. In the meantime, she says tag them on social media next time you're eating their cheese or using their product in a dish. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.